One thing I love about mom is that she'll say she's not at all interested in something and then won't leave. Yeah. So last night, we, me and you were sitting down to eat some food late at night because you had just gotten home and I had just gotten home from work. Mm-hmm. Creed was on TV, the end of Creed. Well, our parents had been watching Creed when I got home. Right. They watched the entire movie Creed. Right. So then the second movie started after the first movie. Yeah. So the second movie starts and we're sitting there. My mom's sitting in the kitchen with us just chatting. She goes, oh, I don't want to watch this, the second Creed. And we're like, okay, you don't have to watch it. Yeah. And we were sitting there for probably like 10, 15 minutes. And I just watch as slowly. She becomes more and more invested. Yes. She was just staring at the TV. And then at one point she was like, what did she say? Well, she was like, I like this part of stuff. Like, she doesn't like watching people punch each other in the face. No, but she noticed something in the background. Oh. Like a very specific thing. I don't remember. She was like, oh, did you see that specific box in the background? And I was like, you're obviously paying a lot of attention to notice that. Right. You do care. Yeah. You won't leave. But it's just funny because she'll do that all the time. Like, once in a while I'll be watching something on TV and she'll be like, oh, for example, um, she came home from work one night. I had been binge watching Queer Eye. Mm-hmm. Love Queer Eye. Yes. It became my quarantine show. And she was just kind of sitting and she was like, oh, what is this? Yeah. Like, oh, this is Queer Eye. She goes, oh, I've heard about it. And then I was telling her how it's like based on a show that was around like... I think like it was like the mid- 90s, maybe early 2000s. early 2000s. Yeah. I was telling her that. And then she went and took a shower. She didn't seem like that interested. And then she comes back downstairs and she's like getting food to eat. And then she sits down and she's like, oh, okay. So who's, what does Jonathan do? Yeah. And I was like, well, he's the hairstylist. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, what about Tan? I was like, well, he's like the fashion expert. I'm explaining essentially yes. the whole show to her. And then we get to like the end of the episode. I don't know if you saw it. It's the one with the two sisters who run a barbecue. No, I'm okay. not, I'm not, like, caught up on all of okay. them. I've just seen bits and pieces here and there. Right, so it's about, like, these two sisters who, like, own a barbecue, uh, like, restaurant, and she was, like, fully invested. She's like, oh, I yeah. love that girl's outfit, like, blah, 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 this and that. So I just, like, love how she's, like, never seems interested, and then within, like, five minutes, she's, like, can't look away. It's amazing. It is. It is a very funny phenomenon, because she does that a lot. hmm My favorite one time is that I was home... A weekend. I was probably in high school, maybe. And I was just, like, watching TV. Um, and Burlesque came on, which is a, like, share Christina Aguilera movie. It's, like, based on, like, burlesque shows. So it's, like, singing, dancing, whatever. And I was watching it because, you know, I used to dance. And, like, I like musicals. And I like Christina Aguilera and Cher. Both great legendary icons. And I'm just sitting watching it, you know, having a great time. And then at a certain point, I think my, like, dad comes in. And he's like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, it's Burlesque. Like, the movie with Cher. And he's like, oh, okay. And just kind of, like, goes in the kitchen and gets some food or whatever. And then just, like, comes back and sits down. And then my brother comes in and he's like, what is this? I'm like, oh, it's burlesque. Like, said the same thing. And we just all sat and watched burlesque. Like, they watched the entire movie. We yeah. invested in the plot. And I was just like, okay, you guys were just watching burlesque. It was like, funny because I remember me and mom were out doing yeah, something. Yeah, you guys were out at maybe, like, at a sporting yeah, event or something. I don't remember. I don't and I remember we came home and all of a sudden, like, the end of the movie's playing, and you and Dan Austin are just sitting there watching burlesque, and I was like, all right. (laughs) Yeah, it was just one of those things where you're just like, oh, okay. And then usually, like, I feel like with stuff like that, like, someone might want to switch the channel to something else, like sports, or... I was like, cool, great. Guess this is just... Yeah, everyone's in on this now. Family burlesque session. Uh Nothing wrong with that. Just get someone invested in a show they know nothing about. That's how I started watching Pretty Little Liars, actually. Yeah. Because Tara was watching the show, heavily invested in it. 
which may show up eventually this year in a, a, a themed episode, perhaps a little teaser. But I had never seen the show. I knew people who watched it because it was so popular when I was in high school. And I'm just like watching. I'm like, okay, what's happening with this? I'm like, who's that character? Who's this? And then I ended up watching the entire show. <laughs> yeah. I became invested and I went back and watched every episode up to the point where we were at. And, and you're no better for it. I am no better for Certainly it. Certainly worse. I mean, I now have the name Shower Harvey in my vocabulary, so that's something, right? Yeah, for sure. But yeah. To Shower Harvey. To Shower Harvey. <laughs> Cheers. This is Research Rank Repeat. I am one of your co-hosts, Alyssa. And this is co-host Hannah. And we're appropriately unhinged tonight, I would say. This may be our most unhinged episode we've ever done. We are sitting in the dark. Surrounded by candles. Like, ten candles, all of different scents. But weirdly, I don't smell a single one. I don't smell a single one either, yeah. I wonder if they've all canceled each other out. Maybe. Yeah. So, this is our second recording of the day. We had, like, maybe our most tame episode we've ever recorded on this show. And now we have to do the opposite of that. (laughs) So, I got this idea, and it didn't even become fully formed until about an hour ago. And I don't honestly remember how I came up with this idea. I do. Okay. So we had recorded our last episode, which was your birthday special. Right. The puzzles. Okay. The puzzles. And we were sitting there and we needed two weeks of episodes to come up with. That's right. And I was looking over at my desk Mm -hmm. at Lotion. Right. And you had said something about, what about like candles or scents of lotions? Right. And I was like, that's very weird because I'm also looking at a bottle of lotion. And then we were like, but we don't want to go smell things at stores right now. Because that would require us, like, taking off our masks to smell things, like, at stores. And we don't really want to do that with high spikes of COVID right now. Yes. (laughs) So, weeks ago, I had seen this, probably it was a TikTok on Instagram, about this person describing the levels of candle naming. Like, how you name a scent. Basically, it's like you have your basic level scents, and then you have your abstract, like, naming conventions. And I thought, I want to go onto the Bath and Body Works website and look at all of their candle names to see if I can determine what a scent is just solely based on the name. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Right, because you get ones that are like lavender, blackberry. Hannah and I have a selection of candles on our table right now. The first one I'm looking at is called Lavender sage. And I can tell you the scents of this candle are lavender and sage. We also have, Hannah, Fiji white sands. Mm. And like banana nut bread. It right. smells like banana. Yes. And it smells like fresh break, fresh baked bread. But you also have like peachy keen. Is that what it says? Well, that's beachy, beachy keen. That's the beachy brand. Keen. That's okay. the brand. Oh, that's the brand. Um, okay. There's cedar magnolia. 
Mm-hmm. What exactly is a cedar magnolia? Right. I don't know. Basically, our... Candle I- makers are unhinged. Yes. Our idea was to look at the names that aren't specific, like... We didn't do any of the ones that, like, lavender sage, where you know right. what the scents are. I painstakingly went through the Bath and Body Works. We only looked at Bath and Body Works. We didn't do Yankee Candle. We didn't do any of the other types of candle brands. This video is not sponsored by Bath and Body Works, no. but would not be opposed. But so I went on their website. I looked at every candle they offer. And I compiled a list of all of the, the candle scent names that I didn't think you could determine the scent of just by reading the name. A nostalgic idea, a like theme. It could just be like a like a thought, an abstract thought of something or like a, an event or a situation or a location. So I wanted to explore that. Yeah. And we we had a hard time figuring out how we wanted to do the list because we yes. were kind of on different pages when it came to oh, yeah. how we were ranking. What we decided on ultimately is the five that we think, based off the name, you can get the best idea of what it actually smells like. Mm-hmm. And then the five where it's just like so ridiculous or so obscure that you wouldn't be able to know what it smells like. Exactly. I included what Bath and Body Works put on their website as the fragrance. Like, what exactly does this candle smell like? What scents are in there? And so, looking at that, comparing it to the name, we were able to determine, would I understand what the scent is just by reading the the label? Yes. And some of these I think you can. Mm -hmm. And some of these I do not think you could. No. I think, too, like, when we read off our ones, we're going to read the descriptions. We will be reading the descriptions. But like Alyssa said, these are not our descriptions. These are the ones that Bath and Body Works has put on their site. I copied and pasted them word for word. Yes. But yeah, so I have some background about candles I'd like to share right now. Hannah, are you ready? Mm-hmm. So all of this information that I found is on the website candles.org, which is created by the National Candle Association. Just, just a little, you know... A little tidbit of information there. Okay, I can't read this. <laughs> I need some lights. <laughs> I cannot read. We are, in, again, we are in the dark, surrounded by candles, um, and I can't read it right I'm going to blow this one out because I'm getting really hot. That's fair. Going back to the origin and the history of candles. There's little known about the origin of the candle. The beginning of, like, lighting something as a means of illuminating a room or illuminating, like, a path in a night that's a little more advanced than a torch, necessarily, is attributed to ancient Egypt with something called a rush light. So, essentially, it's where they soaked reed cores and animal fat and then lit that on fire. So there wasn't necessarily a wick. It was like a wickless candle called a a rush light. Now, around 3000 BC is when they started to have candles with wicks, but usually Romans, ancient Romans, are credited with the development of, like, a candle with a wick. They dipped rolled papyrus, papyrus, papyrus. Do you mean papyra, like the fruit? No. no papaya. Papaya. No, papyrus. Like, oh, papyrus. 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 Yes. It's like the font. You know, like the, the skit with um, Ryan Gosling? Yes. Papyrus? Papyrus? I don't know. Pa- papyrus. Papyrus. Okay. So anyway, they dipped rolled papyrus in melted tallow or beeswax. 
More commonly, it was tallow, which is essentially um, melted animal fat. Candles were used for lighting and illuminating homes, as we did not have electricity at that time. Travel, and also eventually became used in religious ceremonies. The first written note of using candles for a religious ceremony is for Hanukkah in 165 BC. Now, several other countries also had different origins of candles. In China, they used a rice paper wick and a candle wax created of a mixture of insects and seeds. In Japan, their candles were made from tree nuts to create a wax. And in India, they melted down fruits from cinnamon trees to create candle wax. Now we've gotten to the Middle Ages. I'm just going to say it again. Tallow, made from animal fat, was the most commonly used candle. It created a very smoky flame with a foul smell. So it was not ideal. And in Europe, they started to use beeswax candles. And these had a very pleasant smell. They had a very clean burn. But they were very expensive. So usually those were reserved for people with with money and churches, church ceremonies. So most of the common people had to use tallow. So they had smelly, foul candles, thick with smoke. They all dyed the black lung. (laughs) (coughs) Let's move into the colonial times, Hannah. American colonial women invented their own candles. They boiled bayberries from the bayberry plant to make wax. However, this was a very tedious process, so it wasn't super popular. But we gotta we gotta respect and give credit to women where credit is due. Of course. Now, in the 18th century, whaling became a thing. And from these whales, they collected spermaceti. Now, Hannah, what do you think spermaceti is? I'm assuming it's whale sperm. You'd be incorrect, Hannah. Sperm oh. whales. Sperm whales. Oh. Oil, crystallized oil from sperm whales was used to make wax. This wax was hard, is brighter, made a brighter light, Hannah, and it won't soften in the summer. No limp dicks in summer, (laughs) Hannah. This is what's considered the, quote, standard candle. (laughs) Now to the 19th century. (laughs) We've got some people in the mix, Hannah. Michelle Eugene Cherival. He extracted steric acid from fatty acids and then created from that sterin wax. Became very popular in Europe and is still used in some candles in Europe. 1834, Joseph Morgan created a mechanized production of candles. So now made them more affordable to the common folk. They could have their beeswax candles no more Foul, smelly candles, Hannah. No more farts. <laughs> 1850s, paraffin wax. That was a game changer, Hannah. It's more economical, but it did have a low melting point. You know how they fixed that, Hannah? Steric acid. They added in that steric acid, and it was a game changer. Paraffin wax is a when you separate petroleum and refine its products to create a wax. We have used paraffin wax on our hands and feet. 
a softening tool. Yes. Now, things took a turn in 1879 when the light bulb was invented and candles became obsolete. Or so you thought, Hannah. So you thought. 20th century. Early 1900s, the United States and other countries, meat packing and oil, baby. The amount of meat packing created so much byproduct, Hannah, so much petroleum byproduct that they had so much candle making stuff. They had so much wax to work with. So candles started to become more popular. 1980s. Candles began to be sold as gifts. Decorative, mood setting, sizes, colors, shapes, and the rise of scented candles. 1990s, everything exploded. Boom. New candle waxes produced, Hannah. The first time new candle waxes had been produced in over 100 years or more. Soybean wax, softer and a slower burn. Palm wax, on the other side of the world, they were like, let's go in on palm wax. <laughs> what? Just keep going. You're doing a good job. And then we reach present day. Those are the only advancements made from 1990 till now. But candles became a big deal in the form of gifts, in the form of holistic, you know, like feelings, mental state, sense just for your own well-being and mental health and mood setting and, you know, all sorts of things. So now I just have some stats about candles. The candle industry brings in roughly $3.14 billion every year. 35% of candle sales occur during the holiday season. Over 1 billion pounds of wax are used every year in candle making. There are over 10,000 different candle scents. People unanimously agree that fragrance now is the most important factor when buying a candle. I would agree with that as well. As would I. So now here are the locations where people most commonly burn candles. Where do you think? In the bedroom. Okay, you think it's number one? Well, bathroom. I know a lot of people take use candles when they take a bath. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say kitchen is number one. Okay. You're incorrect. It was the bedroom. No. It was the bathroom. No. Living room. Living room. 42% of people say they most frequently burn their candles in their living room. Second place is kitchen, 18%. Third place, bedroom, 13%. I was surprised to not see bathroom on there. Yeah. Because I feel like candles in the bathroom are very common. However, I feel like maybe not everybody uses a bathtub. I feel like usually you associate candles with like being in a bath than just like taking a shower. I don't use candles in the bathroom because we yeah. don't have a bathtub in our yes. bathroom. I mean, we have a bathtub. It's just but not, I yeah. would never it's use like the a bathtub. bathtub. Yeah. So I would I wouldn't light a candle in the bathroom. But kitchen for me is where I most light them. Anyways, that is the history of candles that I have found for you. Thank you, National Candle Association. Can I just say that was amazing? <laughs> Your delivery was like... I told you. We are unhinged, Hannah. It was like the funniest thing ever. Now, we can turn off the lights again. Okay. Back to the darkness. We are here performing a seance tonight, Hannah. We will raise the spirits of the past candle sins that were committed by Bath and Body Works to light. Candle scent update. I can start to smell the cedar magnolia because it's right next to me. I smell that banana. (laughs) banana nut bread. It's coming in strong, Hannah. Melissa loves a good net. Nut. (laughs) God. <laughs> I do like nets. Mist nets? They catch birds, Hannah. That's a fact for you. I know how to set up a mist net. 
I think we should start with the top five that make the most sense. I think so too. Now, I had roughly maybe 20 candles on this list. We're not going to go through every single one, Mm -mm. especially the ones we didn't include, but... Let's start with the ones that you think we think we could easily recognize just solely based on the name. Okay. So number one, or sorry, for number five, for my most recognized based on the names, is really convenient because it's the first one immediately in front of us. Number five, I have Tiki Beach. Now, when I hear the name Tiki Beach, I think of being in, like, Hawaii. I'm on an island. I'm on the beach. I'm sipping a pina colada. I'm having a wonderful time. Here's what the, the scent note of Tiki Beach is. Warm vanilla musk, orchids, toasted coconut. Creamy and coconutty, it's basically an instant tropical paradise. And honestly, that's exactly what I think of. You know, you just need like calm scents, but like a tropical drink in hand. And I think it does a good job. Tiki Beach understood the assignment. Number five, I went with Midnight Blue Citrus. I will say mostly because of the citrus part. I very much thought, well, this is going to be like a very citrusy, maybe like beachy scent. And I think it instantly made sense to me. And then when you read, it's juicy tangerine, airy beach grass, sweet orange blossoms, amber. It says this freshy, freshy. <laughs> this fresh citrusy candle will have you swooning for warm summer nights. I think the midnight blue part is like the more confusing part, but I do think the citrus part really makes sense to me. Well, here's the thing where I think you're wrong. I think you're separating them incorrectly. It's midnight and then blue citrus. I saw another candle that scent was described as blue citrus. Now, Hannah, tell me what is blue citrus? See, I thought it was midnight blue and then citrus. And then citrus. Let me find it. There was another candle that scent was described as being blue citrus. And I was like, what the fuck is blue citrus? Okay, So I misunderstood. I just was curious if you knew what blue citrus was because I that did not make any sense to me. There we go. Fragrance notes. Blue citrus waves. Oh, okay. See, I understood it as like midnight blue, which to me would like verify like um, like either like a beachy or like a just nighttime okay. sort of thing. But the citrus part, I think, was the part that like made me understand it. And then when I saw it was basically all citrus ingredients, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's where the misunderstanding came from. But I still okay. keep it on my list. That's fair. Understandable. Number four, I have fresh sheets. Now, fresh sheets to me is like a clean scent. Like it's not a super strong scent. It's just got like, you've washed your clothes and you're going to go sleep in your bed and it's just like a nice, like lovely scent. What it smells like, curling up in clean linens. The fragrant notes are crisp citrus, clean lavender, and watery apple. So I feel like these scents combined together are not like a super strong scent. Like it's more of a subtle, a light kind of airy scent. And I think everybody understands what it means when you like do laundry and it's just like a fresh, nice scent. So for me, that one makes sense. Number four, I want champagne toast. And I said, maybe it's because I love champagne, but I instantly knew like it would have like a sweet like scent to it. And it basically smells like a fruity, sweet, sparkling Spritzer? Spritzer. Uh, the fragrance notes of bubbly champagne, sparkling berries, and juicy tangerine. Milk. Get her milk. <laughs> and I was like, when I heard champagne toast, I could, like, in my head, like, picture what that would smell like. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up being similar to what the description was. So that would be my number six. I had cut it from my list because I had a hand sanitizer that was literally called champagne toast and I've been using it for months so I felt like it was kind of cheating because I already smell that smell a lot 
So I put as number six because I was like, I think it accurately does it, but I think I'm biased because I know what the smell is just from use alone. Number three, I have Paris Cafe. Paris, Hannah. Paris. Now, if I'm thinking of Paris, I'm thinking of coffee. I'm thinking of bread. Thinking of like bakery smells, a croissant. You made me drop my croissant. <laughs> I could have dropped my croissant. Here's the description. Rich roasted coffee, sugared brioche, vanilla cream. Go from living room to Parisian cafe with this coffee lovers must have. This makes sense to me. I know what like a coffee shop, like a cafe smells like. And I feel like like the brioche is like the sweet bread. You've got the vanilla for like the baked goods and you got the coffee. That sell that's <laughs> that smell makes sense to me. However, I would never want this because I do not like candles that smell like baked goods or like super sweet things. So as much as I understand the scent, I don't want it. Don't give me Paris Cafe. Number three, I went with Fall Farmhouse. Like when I heard Fall Farmhouse, I immediately thought like it's either pumpkin or apple scented. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit of like a more earthy vibe because of the farmhouse aspect. And it ends up being it's spice pumpkin, forest pine branch, fresh fall air, which I'm not really sure what that is, but you know. Uh, description, hayrides, corn mazes, scarecrows. It's officially fall at the farmhouse, which immediately made me think of, oh, fuck, what was it? Clowns. Hose. Piss. That's pure Michigan. That's pure Michigan. But I think that, to me, it was, like, fall immediately invokes those scents of, like, spiced pumpkin, like, apple, cinnamon, like, those just make me think of it. So... It did match it. If it would have been, like, something completely different, I would have been way thrown off. But because it matched what I was imagining in my head, that's why I picked it. Number two, I have holiday. Now, when I think of the holidays, I think of Christmas. I think of, we always get a fresh Christmas tree. So I think of, like, scents of pine. I think of smells of, like, cinnamony nutmeg and, like, holiday smells. Like, baked goods, candy canes, like, peppermint, stuff like that. This candle is red cinnamon stick, Christmas clove buds, ground nutmeg. It's the essence of Christmas wrapped up in a candle. And I think, like, those scents make sense to me. Sense to me. Hannah, do you appreciate that? Yes. I feel like holidays are not a hard smell to get down. There are, like, were, like, five different candles, different holiday scents, to the point where I had to stop putting them on the list because there were so many of them. And I feel like it's just, like, there are certain smells that I associate with, like, Christmas, kind of, like, spices, um, and I think this does a good job. Number two, I went with the Island Margarita. Um, to me, this one, as soon as I saw it, I was just envisioning, like, tropical, like, different hints of like flavors you would get in a margarita but also like scents you would associate with like being on an island like not being an island but like being in like an island tropical sort of setting Mm -hmm. and I think it just made sense in my head it's sweet mandarin island mango and sea salt it's always five o'clock with this tropical fragrance yes and yeah I was like that to me is like notes of like a margarita slash like citrusy like tropical destination number one 
I agree with you, Hannah. Fall farmhouse. Now this may be biased because we grew up in an area where like all of these things were very common. You have the pumpkins, you have the apple picking, you have the baked hot spiced apples, hot, you know, pumpkin pie, the fall leaves. So a spiced pumpkin, forest pine branch, fall fresh air is a bit ambiguous. Yeah. I don't exactly know what they mean by that. But the fact that it's like a farmhouse with like false sense is like something I can very easily understand. However, if I didn't live in Michigan in an I grew up in an area that had these things, I don't think I'd be able to like depict this scent. I don't think I would be like, oh, fall farmhouse and like have a very specific smell in mind. So I think this works because we have that. We have like the stereotypical depiction of fall. Number one is similar to the fresh sheets. It's just called laundry day. And when I saw this, I was like, oh, it reminds me of like after you're done washing a ton of clothes and your clothes smell like clean and they smell fresh and they smell like whatever scent, I guess, of detergent you're using or, or, you know, fabric softener. And so the description of this is fresh air, crisp eucalyptus, soft lavender, make your home smell like laundry day every day. Because, you know, when every day is a laundry day, Oh boy. You got your work cut out for you. You're really living. Yeah. Laundry day to me is like, yeah, I instantly could picture that scent. Mm -hmm. Like I knew what it smells like when you've been down in the basement or your laundry room all day and you're just like tired of washing shit, but everything smells nice and fresh and clean. Mm -hmm. And that's what the description is. Yeah. Great news, Hannah. You didn't put a single one of my worst picks on your best picks. You put one. Is it Tiki Beach? No. No. Hmm. Okay. You'll see. You'll have to see. It's a wait and see tree. Okay. Um, now wait, this is where it gets interesting. I have one honorable mention solely based on the d- description and it just barely didn't make my list. So I'd just like to, to read the description of a candle entitled Deep Blue Sea. What it smells like. A refreshing getaway to where the mermaids play. That's literally what the description of this candle is. And because of that, I was like, how does that give me any, anything of what this smells like? But it was not bad enough that it made my list. So I just want to leave it at that. Now, on to my list, Hannah. My number five is petty. It's petty. Fresh, sparkling snow. Snow does not have a scent. I have never gone out in the snow and been like, wow, this smells amazing. You know, rain has a scent. You go out on a rainy day and it smells like something. You go out on a snowy day, there's no scent. There's no smell associated with snow. Fresh snow, there's no difference between like slushy snow and fresh snow. There's no scent. So I was like, what kind of scent are they saying this smells like? Icy melon. What is the difference between normal melon and icy melon? Is this like a minty melon? Winter pine. Fresh citrus. I would never associate citrus smell with snow. Citrus is a tropical scent, Hannah. Mm -hmm. A tropical scent. Cool and crisp, just like the first snowfall of the season. Bullshit. Bullshit, Hannah. I would never put citrus melon smells with winter. If anything, you put candy cane You do mint. Mm -hmm. You do like a eucalyptus mint kind of smell, maybe. These smells do not work for me. And I was offended. And it's that's why it's number five is for petty offense. 
That was my number six. Okay. Because I was the same. I've never yeah. gone outside and been like, wow, this snow smells like citrus. Never. <laughs> Someone squeezed an orange. Wow. Or a melon. Yeah. That makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. I was with you on that. Okay, great. Funnily enough, your honorable mention was my number five. Okay. Oh, which was sea. the deep blue sea. Um, like Alyssa said, well, she didn't say what it smells like. Yeah. She said what it smells like is the refreshing getaway to where mermaids play. Fragrant stones of blue citrus waves, which again, not sure what blue citrus, like you said, yes. is. Crisp island woods and fresh cypress. cypress. My problem with this is, I'm sorry, I gotta turn the light on. That's fine. Shit. Can you blow out another? Candle? Yes. I'm starting to get a headache. Yes. My problem with deep blue sea is how the fuck are any of us supposed to know what the deep blue sea smells like? Baby beluga. But it doesn't, it's, if anything, it smells like fucking salt. It smells like sludge down there. Yeah, it smells. It smells like poop. And also, if you like try to oil? smell a bunch of the deep blue sea, Sulfur? you're going to die. Mercury? You can't inhale. No, you die. <laughs> you'll just, you'll just, all the water will go up your nose and you'll die. Yeah. So if you're trying to tell me the deep blue sea smells citrusy in like cypress and woods, I'm calling bullshit. Honestly, it'd probably be too cold to have any real sense right. down there, to be honest. So, so, yeah, yeah that's leading. That's dumb. It's false advertising. It is. Number four. This one's also a little petty as well. Summer boardwalk. Now, if I hear the description of a, of a scent in the form of a place, you know, it's like you're invoking scents based on a location. Summer boardwalk. Here's what I associate with a summer boardwalk. I think of waves. I think of the ocean. Like, like a water sea salt smell. We're like, in California or we're in New York. You know, the boardwalk. Maybe there's hot dogs. Body odor. <laughs> B-O. It's warm. B.O. You <laughs> know, like, like like sandiness, like sandy beach kind of stuff like that. Like more of an ocean scent. Here's the description of summer boardwalk. And maybe other people's boardwalks smell like this, but I've never been to a boardwalk that smelled like this. Caramel glazed popcorn. Warm taffy apples. Salty sweet cream. Be transported to warm summer days with this nostalgic sweet scent. This is a carnival. Or like a fall like cider mill. Why did they call this summer boardwalk? It's clearly like they're trying to invoke like a carnival. This just, I was blown away when I read that. And I was like, what is this? I don't understand what this means, Hannah. I cannot follow these scents to a summer boardwalk, just the association. I don't have this association. I don't know because I didn't grow up near a boardwalk. I've been to boardwalks, but I've never like, maybe I haven't lived a boardwalk. I wonder if they're talking about like boardwalks that have like carnivals on them. But like not every boardwalk has a carnival. And even with a carnival, like I would think more of like, like my first thought wouldn't be caramel corn and taffy apples. It'd be of like hot dogs. Vomit. Or, like, you know, French fries. Right. You know. Like greasy. Nachos. Greasy food. Gre- yeah. And sweet cream. Salty sweet cream. I love a good salty sweet cream. Yeah, but, like, not there. Not at the board. Maybe <laughs> under the boardwalk. <laughs> but I just, I couldn't wrap my head around this description, so it had to be four. Number four was one of yours on your top five list. Okay. This might be petty, mm-hmm. too. But I stand by it. I Where is it at? I missed Holiday? It. Yes. It's up, up higher. With Holiday, I'm not necessarily mad about the sense. Mm-hmm. When you say holiday, what holiday are you referring to? Like, yeah. your mind goes to Christmas, but right. some well, people's... we celebrate Christmas. But yeah. some people's minds would go to Halloween. Or would go to Labor Day. 
or Fourth of July, which makes me think of yeah. fireworks scents. What are fireworks scents? Or like hot dogs or grill, <laughs> like a grill. Okay. So okay. when you say holiday, what holiday are you referring to? I mean, clearly they say it's the essence of Christmas wrapped up in a candle. Right, but then call it, like, something to do with Christmas. Like, there was one called Tis the Season, yeah. which immediately makes me think of Christmas. Mm-hmm. When you just say holiday, it could be any scent, depending on what holiday you're referring to. That's fair. I didn't think of it. That's why I bothered Interpretation, me. but fair. Yes. Okay. Number three. A Thousand Wishes. Now, Hannah, when I think of the name A Thousand Wishes... I think maybe of New Year's, like, you know, New Year's wish, Happy New Year, maybe, or something like that. But it's like dreamy. It's like dreamy. I I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at the stars. I like can't invoke like a like there's no memory that comes to mind. There's no image that comes to my mind when I hear the, the phrase a thousand wishes. The scent profile, sparkling champagne, crystal peonies what is a crystal peony what's the difference between a peony and a crystal peony almond cream a wish come true it's our most heartwarming fragrance in a single wick candle what is a heartwarming fragrance hannah is this like a love candle i just i'm so confused by what exactly this candle is trying to invoke in me like is it hope like, clearly they want it to be heartwarming, but what does that mean? I just, I was so lost. I was so lost. I was like, what is that? What is happening? I don't understand what I'm supposed to be thinking of. There's no concept that came to my mind. That's why it's number three. Yeah, number three is A Thousand Wishes. My wish is that they didn't name the candle A Thousand Wishes. Um, my problem with A Thousand Wishes is how am I supposed to know what a wish would smell like? Because everyone's yeah. wish is different. Everyone's wish is different. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. My wish is that I wouldn't have to work another day in my life and that I could watch Netflix all day. So to me, that smells like popcorn and dirtiness because I haven't (laughs) showered in days. I guess that's fair. My wish, Hannah, is that your life holds all that you want it to. So what does that smell like? Your dreams stay big and your worries stay small. And you never... Stop. I can't remember the next one. Whatever. I can't believe you don't know the lyrics to a Rascal Flatts song. Yeah, I know. It's sad. It's embarrassing. Um, I just think A Thousand Wishes is very vague because everyone's wish is different. So everyone's mm-hmm. going to think of A Thousand Wishes and think of a different wish. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. I agree. Number two. Number two, I have Endless Weekend. Now, for me, an Endless Weekend could be several different things. It could be I'm in hell because I have, like, you know, I'm doing a project. Like, maybe I'm moving and it's the fucking endless weekend from hell where every box, it just keeps keeps coming and keeps coming. And they don't stop coming and they don't <laughs> stop coming, Hannah. And my feet are sore and I'm tired and sweaty because it's summer and I'm moving boxes. Or it could be I'm laying in bed eating pizza or eating some chocolate, drinking some tea, watching Netflix. Like... I don't understand what exactly endless weekend or are they trying to make it like a romantic thing? Like maybe this is like a weekend like romance, like an endless romance, like, you know, I'm laying in bed all weekend. What exactly are they trying to tell me here? What it smells like. A sweet sun-soaked weekend you wish would never end. So they're, again, they're outdoors now. 
They're expecting this is an outdoor endless weekend. Fragrance notes. Fresh summer mandarin, sun-kissed magnolia, and blue coconut water. This is a summer beach scent, Hannah. If you hear the name Endless Weekend, my first thought is not going to be I'm on a beach in an island having the time of my life, like a tropical time, like Tiki Beach. Yeah, it's a tropical paradise. Endless Weekend does not suggest that. Honestly, Endless Weekend is like negative to me. Like, I don't see that as a positive. And because of that, it it is a horrible candle name. I do not support it. My number two is Endless Weekend. For some reason, Endless has, like, a negative connotation to me. Yeah. Like, and I don't know why, but that, when I read that, I was like, that sounds truly dreadful. Yeah. That sounds dreadful. And again, it's one of those things where everyone's Endless Weekend is a different thought in your head. Yes. So, again, how is a weekend supposed to smell like a scent? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense? Doesn't make any sense. Number one, this is the worst. Hannah, I hope we agree on this. I hope we agree because I saw this and I went, what are they doing? Welcome home, Hannah. Welcome home. How many people's houses have you been in, Hannah? How many scents have you smelled in other people's houses? I cannot think of one house I've been in that has the same scent. Everybody's house has a fucking different scent, Hannah. How can they incorporate everyone's welcome home smell into one candle they can't so what they do is they pick one random scent that they're like okay everyone's house is gonna smell like this cinnamon sugar warm apple butter clove buds brown sugar my grandma's baking is that what i'm supposed to get sweet cozy inviting basic basically everything you want in a fall single wick candle it's a fall candle hannah welcome home to my fall bakery. I'm making you a pumpkin pie. How is that, how is that description accurate to welcome home? If I hear the words welcome home, I'm not thinking of fall. Maybe I'm thinking of winter, like welcome home. I'll be home for Christmas. I'm not thinking of fall, Hannah. I'm not thinking of brown sugar and warm apple butter. That is not what I think of when I hear welcome home. And I was so bothered by this that it had to be number one. It's not my number one. I mean, that's fine. For very similar reasons, because I had the same reaction you had to that with a different one. And this is also not on my list? A white t-shirt. I'm actually, like, very pissed about this one. Because... It was on my list. It was on there. First off, where am I getting this white t-shirt from? If it's Plato's Closet, it smells like every fucking person's house mixed in one. (laughs) Like 800 air fresheners mixed in (laughs) one. Yes. Why is it a white t-shirt? Are you getting it from Hollister? Yeah. Because like per- then it smells cologne. like cologne. Just excess- excessive oversprayed Axe cologne. Why is it a white t-shirt? Why is it not a gray t-shirt? Or a black t-shirt? Or a green t-shirt? And honestly, I feel like white t-shirt is more associated with men, right? Which then makes me think of men, which is just like... like, like musk. <laughs> then I- just makes me yeah. think of like grimy gross musky smell right, which i like don't a, want like that. i've been working out in the farm right. or like chopping some wood right yeah so i'm like with you on how like everyone's house smells different like everyone's white t-shirt smells different yeah is it a white t-shirt that a man has worked out in for 10 hours right. and is covered in sweat stains and now smells disgusting yeah i understand so they're the, what it smells like to them is your favorite freshly washed tea hung to dry in a sunny meadow are we in twilight 
No, Hannah, do you have a, a, a favorite freshly washed white t-shirt? I don't wear white t-shirts. I don't either. <laughs> because one, I don't trust myself. <laughs> I don't either. Two, I would never just be like, I'm going to wear a white t-shirt. Yeah. Maybe with some designer pattern on it. Fragrance notes. Hannah. Fragrance notes. Crisp pear. I'm sorry, what, what white t-shirt smells like a pear? Lavender cloud. What's a lavender cloud? <laughs> and soft cedar wood. Now, lavender cedarwood is one of my favorite candle scents, but that's like yoga. But does that make you think of a white t-shirt? No. That would make me think I'm in a yoga studio doing meditation. Like sweating. When I so again, of, sweat. Yeah. When I think of a white t-shirt, I think of Hanes. Yeah. A four mud. pack of white t-shirts. <laughs> think of mud. Like, I don't think Cows. of anything yeah. pleasant. Or like a woodsman, like tree yes. scent. Like maybe the cedarwood. Like a little bit of, but not soft cedar wood, like hard cedar wood. I just don't get it. Yeah. That was like my number six. I can. It's very that. similar to yours in the way yeah. that like welcome home, like a white t-shirt, like everyone's white t-shirt smells different. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's run through our top. Let's run through. Top five best first. Let's start positive. You got it. All right. Number five, Tiki Beach, Fresh Sheets, Paris Cafe. Holiday, and Fall Farmhouse. I did number five, Midnight Blue Citrus, Champagne Toast, Fall Farmhouse, Island Margarita, and Laundry Day. Now, for the most ridiculous candle scent names, number five, I have Fresh Sparkling Snow, Summer Boardwalk, A Thousand Wishes, Endless Weekend, and number one, Welcome Home. I have five, Deep Blue Sea, Holiday, A Thousand Wishes, Endless Weekend, and White T-Shirt. I never expected to get this frustrated and mad about candle scent names. Yeah. I watched a YouTube video where they're, like, naming conventions of candles. I don't understand it. And sometimes they succeed, but sometimes they fail. They fail hard, Hannah. I don't know how people are going to receive this episode. It's a very weird, specific thing. Oddly yeah. specific. But we needed something to fill this week, Hannah. Sometimes you just gotta get weirdly creative. Yeah. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> Next week, coming at you with a little... A guest. Guest episode and a little bit of a 90s, 2000s vibe. Some nostalgia sense, if you will. Little, little click... And point. And um, some some diversity. Perhaps. Perhaps. If you'd like to uh, contact us, we have our email, r3podcasts at gmail.com. We have Instagram. We have Twitter. You can follow us there for updates on our podcast. We post every time we release a new episode. We also have sometimes stories and other assorted things. That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. Candles. If you liked this episode, let us know. If you want us to do more things with candles, I would be happy to because I love candles and also hate them. Simultaneously. Love That's and hate. Love-hate um, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And, um, bye. Bye. We would like to thank Joseph McDade for our intro music. He provides free music available for all kinds of creative use. The song that we used is called Sunrise Expedition. And you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. 
If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. That's r, the number three, p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat. We did not discuss an intro at all. I'm trying to think of something that would make, that would seem calm and fit the mood of Serenity. Um, Serenity is by Jan. Took them by the hand. And one night. One night. And everything alright. <laughs>